funny you say that. I I feel like I want to fire my team like once a week and fire everybody and just go back to solopreneur, but you can't do everything on your own. You're not an expert in everything, right? And so to be, to have a big business, you need to have leverage. So you need to find other people. You you can be a solopreneur. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's a, a certain scale that you can reach. Oh. But, you know, with AI, maybe this will be different. But right now, there are no billion-dollar single-person companies. They don't exist. That concept of who, not how, I think we get wired at an early age to do the how. You're the how. Mm-hmm. Everybody be the how, mm-hmm. right? Treading water is the same as drowning to people like you and me. You better start swimming. Welcome to I'm the One Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Green. So you have a pretty small team and you run a large business. How do you make that work? It's funny you say that. I I feel like I want to fire my team like once a week and fire everybody and just go back to a solopreneur. But Shh, don't say that. Right? It, but in all, in all seriousness, um, it's a concept I picked up from uh, Dan Sullivan. I'm in strategic coach. He wrote a small book about it, then a large book about it with Ben Hardy called Who Not How. So we actually, as my team, at the whole team read this book in January as our book of the month Mm -hmm. and then talked about it. And the concept really is finding the who that already is the expert that knows how to do this. Okay. Not the how portion of it. That reminds me of me because I'm an entrepreneur. Sure. And I'm always in the how. Yeah. And not the who. Yeah. Why do you think you're always in the how? Well, first of all, it's instinctually, it's just who I am. I'm stubborn, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. I think a lot of entrepreneurs you know, deal with this. You know, like, oh, I'm going to do it. There's a lot of layers, though, too. Like, another one is, like, if I go hire somebody, is it going to take me longer to, <laughs> you know, train them to yeah. do what I can do right now? That's common. And then the big one, I think, a lot, with a lot of us is I don't have any money to go get somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think those are both... Very common problems. I think it even starts earlier. Like we're all conditioned to do this, do our work on our own mm-hmm. at school. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's supposed to do your own work, mm-hmm. right? It's it's kind of counter to what I believe now. Like when you get in the real world, you can't do everything on your own. You're not an expert in everything, right? And so to be, to have a big business, you need to have leverage. So you need to find other people. You you can be a solopreneur. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's a, a certain scale that you can reach, oh, but you know, right. with AI, maybe this will be different, but right now there are no billion dollar single person companies. They don't exist. I'll be the first. You have to have leverage. <laughs> well, you will with AI maybe, but not by, not without AI, you would never yeah. have a chance to do that. There are no single person, you know, large, huge, massive companies because you just can't do everything. Right. So that concept of who, not how, I think we get wired at an early age to do the how you're the how mm-hmm. everybody be the how, mm-hmm. right. And then you run into all these other challenges, which is is the person going to do a good job? Uh, can I find a person to do right. the job? Is it, are they going to do the right job? I don't have the money to pay them to do it, right? Um, all of these kind of challenges. And I think that the key is empowering my team to have the ability to hire other people. So each person has the autonomy mm-hmm. to make a decision yeah. on hiring a contractor. If it's a full-time position, we obviously discuss it, but everybody has the ability to pull from Upwork or Fiverr yep. or some other resource to uh, Replit or something like that to be able to pull a contractor in to do something that they don't have the expertise on. And that just allows the capabilities of the company to increase. Sure. And, I, and I've and i done it. I've hired through Upwork and Fiverr. And when I do it, I'm like, Casey, why are you not doing this more? Because it's amazing. Like yeah. Google ads or Google, you know, just connecting everything yeah. to my website. And I'm like, I will spend a week in this mind maze. And I'm I'm more frustrated at the end than I was at the beginning. And then I go hire somebody. I get on a little call with him for 20 minutes and he does everything I wanted. I was like, oh. And again, like you said, we're programmed that way. So it's like, 
how do you reprogram yourself to not do this, right? Yeah, it is. You have to unlearn yeah. what you've learned. I, I I started this evolution, I'll call it. Tim Ferriss, 4-Hour Workweek, oh, yeah. back in the day, mm-hmm. 2010, something like that. I first read it, maybe 2009. And that was the beginning of this genesis of, and I think it was like Odesk back then we used. And so it was like, yeah. I needed to build a website. How do I build a website? I don't know how to build a website. I'll find a guy on here who's been doing this all the time. He does it every day and I'll pay him some amount of money and he'll build a website for very, very little money. And it's amazing. Once you do it, you feel dumb for not doing it beforehand. This is one of the easiest feedback loops of all time. You'll hire somebody to do something that you are not good at or don't know how to do. And then they'll crush it and you'll go, Oh my God, why did I not do this before? This is the easiest feedback (laughs) loop of all time. And it fosters that feedback to, Hey, you know what? I need to do this more often. And so getting everybody and empowering people, especially people on the team that aren't used to doing that, especially my overseas team, um, they are definitely not used to outsourcing or delegating to other people because most of it gets delegated to them in, all, in most situations. You're, okay, who are they and what do they do for you? So I've got a few people full-time in, in India, and then I've got a, a larger team in uh, the Philippines, and they do all sorts of different uh, aspects of the business. So we do e-commerce. So there's all sorts of uh, associate brand managers, uh, creative, customer service. We've got all sorts of different roles. And a lot of times they get delegated to from our team in the U.S. and then also from other countries, but then giving them the power to say, hey, are you great Mm. at this? And I remember when I first did this, it was just opened my mind up, you know, whatever, 13, 14 years ago, whatever it was. I couldn't believe how much of a, it felt like a cheat code to me, right? It felt like I got the old cheat code going because I was like, wait a minute, I could spend, and I, I feel like I could figure out most things. I can go spend 30 hours figuring this out. Yeah. Or I can find a guy on Upwork and pay him a hundred bucks. Right. And it'll be done in four days. Right. I mean, once you do that a couple of times, you're like, wait a minute, why would I ever do this on my own? The challenge is people that are motivated self-starters, we automatically fall into this how. Right. I do it. I still do that all the time. That's my first response. Yeah. Is like, bam, here's an idea. I have an idea. How do I do this? Because as we all go to is like, how? Yeah. And I have to, I've had to... Thanks to the book and thanks to strategic coach, I've had to retrain myself to say, who already knows how to do this? And then how yeah. do we find the who? Yeah. Who can who can help? Yeah, yeah, I get that. The dream, this will, this will blow your mind. I think this is the dream of the dreams. Okay. <laughs> I need a who that finds who's. Oh, I like that. Then it's yeah. Game oh, on. yeah. Are you kidding? Then it's game on. It's like a drug dealer. It's like, exactly. No, I'm not, <laughs> no drug dealers here. No, no drug no, dealers. No. But, uh, I, no, that's interesting, though, because, again, it's – the repetition, right? We yeah. talk about this all the time. It's like when you start repeating your yeah. brain, you fire, you wire, right? This is the way it goes. But again, I just, it's been 10 years and I fall back into the same sort of, you know, yeah. what it, you said. Now, what, I guess my real question with that is you said you start to think of the how. Wouldn't you want to think of the how a little bit before you go get the who? Well, so that does pose a challenge with this idea, right? If you don't have any context around what you're trying to hire you know, I'm, I'm not a developer. I don't write code. Sure. I have a, a small understanding of it, um, but I'm not qualified. If I needed to hire a full stack developer for a, a large project, I don't have the skills to be able to analyze whether that person is qualified to do it or not. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So there are situations where you maybe don't have the context to be able to hire someone yeah. right away, but you probably know somebody who does. Right. And maybe that's not my role on the team, or maybe that I have a friend that I have a, a good friend that mine, DJ, he's a full stack developer. If I needed to hire someone, I'll ask him to review or maybe help me with create a job description, right? A project description. Sure. Can you help me create this so that I can hire the right person? And what questions should I ask that person? And that 
unlocks their expertise. And by unlocking their expertise, if you do it right, we get a better result, Mm -hmm. faster, and usually cheaper. And then I'm assuming once you find someone you like, you just keep reusing them. Yeah, we kind of think of it like a resource bucket. Yeah. Right? So uh, we do this a lot with creative. Um, You know, we sell a lot on e-commerce. So we sell on Amazon and Walmart and our own Shopify stores. And so we might have somebody that's really excellent at um, images. So there's a resource for photographers and videographers that we use called Snapper. Okay. It's like an Uber for uh, photography or videography. Called so Snapper? So it's like snapper.com? I think it's, yeah, it's, I think it's S-N-A-P-P-R.com, but we'll throw it in show notes. So snapper.com allows us to access people. We find a few people we like. And so we've got a couple guys we work with already. And so we need a video shoot of a product or a person. We'll hi- we've got now resources that we've already kind of vetted. Sure. And I think of it like curation. And so we have multiple resources for each of the different tasks, whether it's product photography or maybe creating images, whatever it might be. Um, so we have resources to pick from. Mm-hmm. And then we can have delegate depending on quality we need or speed of uh, execution, sure, sure. different things. So I guess here's another thing. How do you decide between what, I mean, in this, you might have mm-hmm. already answered this, but how do you, what you should do yourself on the how or delegate yeah. it? Like what, what's the decision? Where does that, is there, a, is there a line or is it just sort of a, you understand? Like uh, there's two things that we use. Actually, I, I'd say even three things. We've used EOS, which is from the book Traction in the past. Uh, we still have a little bit of that. Uh, unique Abilities, which is another strategic coach concept, which we've utilized. But the recent one is Six Types of Working Genius, which is a, a book that we recently read as a team and we've implemented. So it, I feel like the dream situation is putting everybody in a position that you match up what they love to do and they're really great at. This is a lot harder in practice than saying it. So we've all gone through this process to identify where do we, where are we happiest? Like, what are we doing each day? What part of our day are our tasks or roles and responsibilities that we thrive in? Those Mm -hmm. things that give us energy. We're excellent at them. We love doing them. Time flies by when we do them. Those kind of activities is where I want to spend most of my day. Like, this is super fun for me. This doesn't feel like work. This is fun. I enjoy this. Time flies by like that. That's in maybe a combination of unique ability and also fun. So I have some capabilities behind it and also I enjoy it. Just because you enjoy it doesn't mean you're good at it necessarily. True, True. So we try to put people in position to do that. Now, there's the opposite of that. Things that you might be good at, but they're really frustrating. Example for me is really easy, accounting. I have an MBA. I can figure it out. I can muddle my through it. I absolutely hate it, so I procrastinate it. I can't stand it. So I delegate it out. My CPA, Scott, I don't do that. I don't deal with the bookkeeping. Don't do the, don't do the, don't do the accounting. I don't like it at all. I'd have some capabilities. The other side is I have no capabilities, and I don't like it. So it's a, it's a double whammy, mm. right? I hate it, mm. and I'm not good at it, mm-hmm. right? That's the kind of thing that drives everybody crazy. It sucks your energy. Yeah. It's Pulls the life out of you. Most of us can power through, but the problem is some of us end up powering through over and over and over and and hours and sometimes days. And then we drive us crazy. Like I cannot stand, can't stand mowing the lawn. I don't ever want to mow the lawn the rest of my life. (laughs) You know what? I don't think you have to. I don't think so either, but we have a landscaper. He does a great job. He likes doing it. I hate it. I am not good at it. I don't want to do that stuff or I don't have the right tools. That's the last thing I want to do is spend my Saturday or Sunday doing that. And some people love doing it and they have the capability for me. That's just a great example of what I don't want to do. So we delegate it out and really giving people the autonomy to figure out what they're great at, what they love doing, and then finding things that they're not great at or they're not, they don't love doing 
delegating that out to somebody who does, because as crazy it is, as it is, sounds, we all have things we love and then we can't even imagine someone else in the world loves the things we hate. Yeah. But the reality right, is right. there are people out there sure. who love those things. Yeah. Thank and God. So, thank God. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, there's a lot of things that people do that I, I can't imagine them loving, but they do and they get energy from it and they love doing mm -hmm. it. So let's put those people and that's kind of just putting people in the right place. I Got think. it. I love that. So that's how I feel about it. And that's what I've learned to do. Okay. It's still a work in progress by, by all sure. means. That life is a work in progress. Life if is you, a work in if progress. If you think it stopped and you learned everything, yeah. you're in big, big trouble. Yeah. So we just kind of try to get better all the time. Yeah. So always. putting people in what I've found is then people are happier uh, more productive. And I think you should apply this to life. This isn't just business. I mean, this 100%. is trying to find things that you can do in life and then delegate the things that you don't want to do and you don't, you don't get joy from because life's too short. Yep. We only got so much time. Mm. Might as well spend time having fun and doing things you want to do. So I guess uh, the people listening, yep, there's fear with what we're talking about, the delegation and, and doing the who. Yeah. What advice would you give them to take action, You know, whether it's today or the next time that they're going to do a project that they shouldn't? Yeah. I mean, I think the easiest way to do it is just figure out what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. So if we, let's just apply it to the workforce because it's easy, right? Your work that you do every day, just take note, write them down. What do you do? What are you good at? And what do you like doing? So give it, put it, put a value to each one of them, gotcha. right? Find out there's a, uh, check out the book, six types of working genius. Mm -hmm. There's an assessment that yeah. uh, paid assessment afterwards that you have to think it's $25 or something like that. Sure. Take the assessment, try it out, look at it, say, Hey, does this give me more clarity about what I like to do? Go do it. Understand yourself a yeah, little bit better. Because a lot of times, yeah, a lot of times we think we know ourselves. And then yep. when we really look, we're like, uh, I had no clue who I was. Exactly. Because we think we are who we were five years ago or something, right? So anyway. Yeah, if you can match up, if you can match up that what you love to do and you enjoy doing and then what you're good at, I mean, I think that's the, the dream combination. Yeah. So I would advise everybody, I recommend the book. I recommend going through the assessment. I'd also recommend just getting an assessment now of what you're doing. And then find those areas. We all know kind of subconsciously what we love doing, sure. but being more aware of it and just taking notes of, what, boy, when I do this one thing for 20 minutes, I feel like I want to shoot myself. <laughs> like we all have those things where we oh, do and we hate man. them, right? And then is it possible for me to find somebody else to help with this? Yeah. And I think it's easy to do. Can I find somebody else that I work with currently on my team that maybe loves it or somebody that works for me or that even my boss, can I, can I offload this to my boss in mm -hmm. some capacity if you're in that situation? So I think that step one is just taking assessment, getting awareness yeah. of what you're great at like and getting awareness of what you're doing now mm -hmm. and then getting awareness on what you really enjoy doing. And then, then where they come up, where they match up is really the ideal. So I recommend everybody take action on that today. Just start the process of thinking about that. I like it. So Wait, well, hey, great talking to you. I love this concept. Always. I love the who, not how. I think everybody should think about it. And uh, thanks again for the conversation. Check us out. Subscribe uh, so we can do more episodes like this. And uh, as always, stay curious and never stop becoming the one. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Visit imtheone.com and ask me anything. And as always, stay curious and never stop becoming the one.